Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Edit audio. What's up, cool cat? You are back on season two of Podcast Date with Daddy. I'm your host, Daddy, and I am exploring the dating world with some very beautiful, talented, amazing, smart, funny, queer people, and it's been a blast. I hope you've been having a good time. I've done a bit of research and found the most perfect spot for my next date. You may know her as PBG or even better as the polyamorous black girl, but I have the opportunity to sit down and get to know Alicia Bunyan Sampson. She is a woman with many titles. She is a registered social worker, an independent filmmaker, a writer, consultant, and internet kid. She focuses her work on identity as a black woman with love, trauma, technology, and non-monogamy. A little birdie told me that she really likes cats, so I found a cute cat cafe. Let's get into it. Right meow. Ah, <laughs> uh, whoa. Carl's Cat Cafe. Okay, yeah, I think this is the one. Let me get this antihistamine in me before she gets here. Okay. Um, interesting date choice. Oh, hey, Alicia. Um, so nice to meet you. Ooh. Are you allergic to cats? Uh, yeah, but it, it's chill. It's super, uh, it's super chill. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, there's another place, like, just, like, down the block. Do you want to, do you want to go there? Check that out instead of this place with you sneezing? You know what? You're absolutely right. <laughs> Let's do it. Wow, so much better. I can breathe again. Um, I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to take you somewhere cool, but this spot is pretty cute too. Can I get you anything to drink? How's your day been? Oh, drinks, drinks. Okay, so like, are we drinking? Or are we like drinking, drinking? I'm down to drink, drink. Okay, fantastic. So I think we should have tequila shots and Ooh. my. Drink of choice is a gin and tonic. Tequila shots. Oh, I'm glad you are all about the tequila because that is my favorite drink. It is like water to me. Right? Let's do Same. it. Let's do it. Hello. Yeah, so 
two shots of tequila and you said gin and tonic yeah and like like okay. double on the the gin yeah gin <laughs> yeah yeah got you sweet so double gin and tonic thank you so much all right so yeah how has your day been what have you been what have you been up to I have done fuck all today because it wasn't working. And so I lazed about the house and I smoked weed and I finished season three of Ozarks. Ozarks. Why does that sound so familiar? I don't watch a lot of TV. Is the white people laundering the money? Okay. (laughs) Another one? (laughs) Yeah, right. And and that's why I was not into it. Like, uh, it was like, oh, Ozarks. And I'm like, I'm not, like, between, like, Weeds and Breaking Bad, I'm not into, Mm. like, watching white people do drug things and launder money and get away with Mm. it, right? But then it's a Panasonic, and so I decided to watch it. Is that your, like, typical genre of choice, though? Or, like, what do you usually watch? Drug shows? Mm-hmm. I, dr- watch... I think that is a genre. <laughs> Drug shows. <laughs> I watch a lot of like different shit for like TV shows. I do like high drama and like dysfunctional mm-hmm. families. I feel like that's my genre. If you give me like a fucked up family, love it. So is what's that show? Is it Breaking Bad? I honestly don't watch enough TV. But isn't that kind of like a dysfunctional family situation? Well, I mean, they're just, you know, the, the meth. The I mean, meth. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you don't watch, like, any TV? I'm really trying, because I've realized through going on dates that a lot of people watch TV, and I'm kind of weird for not. Like, <laughs> I can't tell you a season of a show that I've, like, sat and watched. I'm trying now. I think I really like Kids Convenience. Oh, we love a Canadian show. Right? I think it's cute and wholesome, <laughs> nice to like watch in the background. But I will go in on a reality TV show, like Too Hot to Handle. Let's talk about it because I just got into that show. Oh, it is mix up and I love it. That's <laughs> the st- exact because I'm just like, my life isn't mix up. So I love to be on the other end, just watching it all go down. And hot people, like, I don't consider these people to be, like, hot. Like, there aren't people on the show that I would go and holler at. Mm-hmm. But, like, these people are not... They don't have a lot of sense. Like, mm-hmm. I I don't know if it's because I'm a Capricorn, but, like, when it comes to money, I'm not playing around. Yeah. They would take me off the show because I would be not interesting. I would just be... Right. ...to myself. <laughs> <laughs> like... I don't have to kiss people, and I can get, what, like $200,000? See you on the other side of the island. Don't tempt me nothing. But it also is, like, a straight show, so I don't know if, like, maybe some queer singles would change things for me. Mm. But (laughs) what they've been given. mm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, our drinks are here. Oh, drinks. Thank you. Shots. Shots. (laughs) yeah yeah reality reality tv i think i missed my calling i was supposed to be on reality tv i think there's a new show um that i was on called dating unlocked that's a reality tv show they're probably gonna do another season who else was on that some i feel like i know somebody I think I know who Wait. you know, and I don't want to say the person's name because we went on a date. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I'm yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> I, I saw a picture of them on your website, and I was like, oh, y'all know each other. Cute. Queer community is small. <laughs> but anyways, this is yeah. pretty cute already. Right? <laughs> what is your ideal date? Oh well, I mean, mm. I feel like this. I like I yeah. like shit like this. Like I love a drink, right? I mm. love, and I hope we have several drinks and yes. conversation. But no, hold on, that's a bullshit answer. Um, <laughs> let me give you a better one. <laughs> Let's get deep, <laughs> right? So generally, I'm pretty, I'm really flexible and just whatever, right? Like I'm just like such a stoner person. It's just like what the cool vibes. Mm-hmm. But if I was really thinking about it. Okay, my ideal date is like me and the person go to a thrift store and I pick out an outfit for them, they pick out an outfit for me, and then we go bowling or like mini putting or somewhere like really public in what I assume would be like fucked up outfits. And (laughs) and then if it goes well, I don't know, we get food or something. <laughs> Only if it goes well. Yeah. That's such a great oh, what a great date idea. I love that. Because I want to be able to know that I can do like wild, weird, fun shit like that with a person, you know? So it's mm-hmm. like first date. Why not? And it's like, are you gonna pick fucked up clothes for me to wear and be fun? Or are you gonna like give me regular nice clothes so I look cute? Like that's boring. Ah, you really get to see how the person's mind works too because it's like, am I going to choose something that is easy, like comfortable because you'll be bowling? Oh, I love that. That's such a great date idea. And then only if it's good, then you go for dinner. Yeah, Cute. then we go or like fuck later, whatever, you know? like Yeah, depending on the fit. <laughs> right, yeah. right? That's super cute. I love that. What about you? Let me get creative. I like to paint. I really like to paint. So maybe this is like a way too intimate first date. But you know what? If that's not the vibe with someone, whatever. We're not meant to be. I love intimacy. So I would like have them come over because I also am a homebody. So I'm like, come to my home and let's be creative. And I have black light paint and I have a black light. So I would like paint them. Or we could paint each other. Yeah, let's paint each other. That'd be cool. Be each other's canvas. And then we just do it in the dark, like do all the painting in the dark and then turn on the light and observe our artwork. This is very intimate for our first date, right? but I fuck with it. <laughs> like, let's very just get to it. Yeah, I like that Right, let's just bear it all and see right. what we learn about each other. I'm, I'm going to take that. You, you have... A nickname, PBG? PBG. Oh, PBG. Yeah, polyamorous black girl, that thing. <laughs> <laughs> when did people start shortening it to be PBG? At like the the start of the pandemic, I did mm. a, what would I call it? It was like a talk and interview, whatever. I was speaking at this, um, for Black Poly Pride. Uh, it was like a virtual event and they just started calling me PBG because polyamorous black girl is like a lot, I feel like, to say. <laughs> and for some reason, I don't even, I don't know if they knew my name or not, like my, like my actual name. And so they were just started saying PBG and that's just, it stuck. Cute. So I fuck with it. <laughs> Do you have other nicknames? Mm, my family calls me Lee, like Alicia. <laughs> so, but... 
In high school, they called me buns. What is there a story? No. Okay. So my last name is Bunyan Sampson. So uh-huh. bun. And I also sometimes at lunchtime in high school used to like take off my kilt. I'd be wearing shorts underneath. But like, you know, like the biker shorts and I just like take uh-huh. off my kilt and be walking around the school in my shorts. So be like, buns. Okay. <laughs> you went to a Catholic school, eh? Yeah. Nice. St. <laughs> Mary's. St. Mary's? Was that in Toronto? No, I'm Pickering. Okay. Okay. I don't know anything about Pickering. I think I went to Pickering once by accident. Right, that's usually how it happens. <laughs> <laughs> There's like the one mall, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. They spruced it up, you know. Okay. There, there's a sax. You know that sax shit. Sax of fifth. Fifths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's the one. Too, too rich, ritzy for me to be honest. I mean, I've never been inside, but it's uh-huh. at the mall, so I assume. I love that for Pickering. Right. Well, Pickering. <laughs> yeah. When I was in high school, I used to spend all my time at Scarborough Town Center. Just okay. Post up. I was, you know, chasing people. <laughs> I, was, I was very spicy in high school. I grew up in Brampton, and it was the same. Like, the bus mm-hmm. terminal was at Bramley City Center, the big, big mall there. And, it's like, yeah, after school, everyone was there. I'd hike up my my kilt as well. Oh, um, love the kilt. And we used to also, like, we had kilts, and we had gray pants. But I bought the gray pants that were, like, tighter. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah, the booty was, you know, booty-ing. Right? So they see the buns, like, yeah. Yes, the buns. Right? I miss uniforms. I wish I had, like, a uniform for life now. Because I I was cute, like, and I used to have bangs, like, all, like, down, like, to my eyelashes. Did you have the bangs, the straight bangs and the curly, curly hair? Yep, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With the shoelaces and my hair. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I forgot about the shoes. The shoelaces. Oh my goodness. No, these were like people would never understand the fashion of those times. Like I feel like I looked great then though. Exactly. I I look back at those pictures and I still thought I looked like a baddie. Like it's right. just that it's not like it's different from like 90s fashion for sure. Like how they were going to high school and stuff. Like it was just a specific time. I feel like the day that I actually start to feel old is when people start to have like 2000s parties, you know, and they start. I saw that on TikTok. I was like, wow, my chest hurts. hurts. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Like now I finally feel like those people who are like who were actually like young adults in the 90s who are now seeing us try to bring it back. Right. And feeling old. Oof, that's rough. But what else have you been up to? Like, I see you all doing all the fun things on your socials. You write, like, you make some really funny content. Do I? Fun in an educational way. I always wonder why anybody fucking follows me. Like, I think it's really? so interesting. I think it's so interesting. Like, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so, like, interesting because, like, first of all, like, just knowing that there's someone else who's black and poly and sharing content about that in like different kinds of like i don't know for me especially i didn't have that representation growing Mm -hmm. up so now that it's online it's accessible and it's content that's really relatable it just resonates a lot more with me 
I'm glad it does. Mm. I just be fucking around like more time. Well, let me not. <laughs> it's not as like thought out as it like appears. I feel mm. like sometimes I kind of just be like, I w- I'll wake up and like, this is a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> and like do it. <laughs> so yeah. But you asked me a, cre- a question right before I said, I don't know why people follow me. I oh, I was it. asking like what what your favorite part about creating content online is. Mm-hmm. I don't know what answer to give you. I don't want to. I, I feel like so basically I posted. I have a point. I promise. I posted um, <laughs> on the first day of Black History Month. I reposted this thing. It was like sending love, deep love to black women who are having thoughts uh, like suicidal thoughts. Right. Mm. And I get this DM from an individual who was like, so other colors we don't care about? Is this a page geared towards empowering black women? Are we accepting of other races? Or are we looking to run a black woman only narrative? I resonated with your page, but the tone has changed recently and is less inclusive. And so, Um. (laughs) so it's like, first of all, so I say I'm sending love to black women who are having thoughts, uh, suicidal thoughts. And that, triggered you like what's happening here what is going on (laughs) exactly so i say that to say what i enjoy the most about uh making content online is like there's like the way really white people tell on themselves to Mm -hmm. me regularly Mm -hmm. regularly i i i was thinking about like putting together an art project or something to like show all the dms and messages and comments that i get because it's such a clear just it so it points so clearly to how racist so many people actually within the non-monogamous community is mm. like whilst they have black partners Ooh, nice. so right um mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I i like that quite a bit um because like any sort of doubt i have or anytime i feel i don't know bad about being so hard on people and like demanding just like a certain a certain level of critical thinking and like accountability from white folks anytime i feel bad about that i just look at my dms and i'm like nah nah they need Mm. this like energy they need this smoke so that's like my honest answer the fun interview answer i really like building community and (laughs) sorry I was trying to <laughs> the hard switch. You <laughs> like that? Huh? No, mood. That is a fucking no. Mood. But okay, <laughs> but yeah, I'm not talking shit. I do love building community, but like my no, real yeah, life. it's true. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um, no, I'm the same way. I'm like. My close friend content, I have to, like, because I'm, like, trying to revamp my socials, and I'm just like, whew, the close friends is where the tea is. Right? But, yes, I'll let you finish what you were were saying. I know, hold on. I got to say it, like, seriously. Because I mean it. I mean it. So, okay. So, like, once upon a time, I was a polyamorous black girl that thought I was the only polyamorous black girl in the world. And so the fact that I, in my big, big age now, right? Like I'm comfortable and confident enough to like talk about this shit. And you know, some polyamorous black girl in the world 
will go on my shit maybe and you know not feel like such a fucking freak so like that's cool to do that and i'm really funny so you are i also like to get that shit off you know Mm -hmm. absolutely do you find it's hard to balance putting messages out there and then also balancing like finding a funny balance between being funny and also serious not really because Mm. i'm actually never really trying to be funny Mm. i'm just fucking hilarious i i think on certain uh for like my abuse and polyamory series i did actually have the urge to like put in jokes in there because i guess it wasn't as funny as i usually am it's just exhausting to talk about sometimes um but generally i don't have any problem because you know i don't tell jokes i'm just hilarious you are hilarious like how long though have you been polyamorous I was probably like, what, 14, 14 years? 14 years, I'd say. And what was your first relationship like? Like, did you have to do a lot of learning in terms of like boundaries, unlearning? I have an extensive like trauma history. And so from the start, like polyamory was like very, very activating for me. But at the time, I really just thought that like I was fucked up and there was no way to kind of like address the things that were coming up or like get support in that relationship. I just thought I had to like bury it. So in terms of the work that I do now in my relationships, that was not happening in my first (laughs) relationship at all. I just pretended like I wasn't having any problems and I did what the, the mainstream poly book say, you know, like your feelings are your responsibility and like, So I was actually pretty traumatized, I think, by that relationship. Are you currently in a relationship with anyone? Like, how long has that been going? I never know how to answer that question because I I never Mm. know what people mean when they say a relationship. Explain. Like, okay, am I relating to like a number of people? Absolutely. Am I like in a, a partnership? No. But okay. But I I hate saying like like I'm not in a relationship because I feel like it 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 just like takes away from the relationships that I like I do have right now. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. I've never thought of it like that. I kind of um have been in community dating, like trying. Well, this sounds so fuck boy. Not community dating. <laughs> I used to like. <laughs> have a lot of um ways of saying that i was like seeing someone but not seeing someone oh. so as you said relating i was just like relating mm, <laughs> could have used that one but <laughs> i'm relating you know like because i'd be like yeah i'm like talking yeah to people like getting to know but like i like that relating relating to people but relationship because you have relationships with a lot of people exactly exactly i see that especially like in my now my older poly years i'm sort of disinterested in like formal partnerships because i'm like i mean whatever marriage and those sorts of things i think have like really like practical like benefits right potentially Mm -hmm. and so we can get into formal partnership like that way but otherwise i'm really just i feel like i'm in a relationship anarchist kind of space of just like I'm relating to a bunch of people. I love them all. And it is what it is with each of them. That's valid. 
Are you another round of drinks? Yes. Are you relating? I have a girlfriend mm-hmm. that I am relating with. No, we're like in a relationship. Okay. <laughs> no, I really like this is like mind blowing. Really? Saying relating? <laughs> it really Oh, I say especially <laughs> So it's just like sitting in my head. Especially when I'm in a like a space like with somebody I don't know, where you have those like relationships with people where like it could turn into a partnership but it's not quite there yet Mm -hmm. and it may not be there yet and then you want to like explain like it's it's quote-unquote like just your friend but you want to explain that relationship to another person you may be interested in like relating Mm -hmm. just keeps it it, it's valuable it's a relationship it's one like that exists that you should pay attention to you know so it has so many uses i love that so much because i'm a person who which is tricky in like dating while queer that takes their time to really understand things because I've had so many connections with people that like love, adore them, but through getting to know each other over months and months and then years, just like hard friends, right? Big on the friendship. But if I had like made it more direct or kind of called it something earlier it could have really ruined right what the friendship would have been right so that's why i do really like that with you talking about like um relationship anarchy and like relations and relating do you see yourself like being married someday i mean it would be about the money for me, to be honest. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. if it would serve my interest, sure. But I have no mm-hmm. desire to be married at all. Oh, I, <laughs> I think I want to, but I don't know if that just comes from, like, TV, you know, like, that idea. Because I'm like, that's just all I've ever known. Right. Like, and I haven't been in, like, my longest relationship ever in my whole life and I just was like single for five years mm-hmm. it was like a year and a half but that was like so on and off constantly right so to think about a long term in that way is so like so far ahead that I can't really like grasp how that would look for right. me but it would be cool to have a wedding you know like that's what I think I don't think about the parts after that right you know? oh I'm gonna have a wedding for sure mm-hmm. I imagine I'm gonna have several weddings because I deserve <laughs> like one for each season right like a celebration of like love thing I'm into mm-hmm. that but the whole like marriage like real life marriage shit like unless like if the money's right for sure but otherwise no I'm good yeah, I just think about the wedding part and I'm like, yeah, that sounds cool. I used to really, really want to get married. I used to mm-hmm. like have, whatchamacallit, scrapbook <laughs> with like cutouts of like wedding dresses and shit like that. And I planned how I wanted to get married. And But then I realized that I picked that up in a movie, in several movies. Uh. <laughs> and I thought that that's just how relationships were supposed to go. Like, that's the goal, right? Like, you're just supposed to meet a boy and marry him and then have babies. And it's romantic and all that shit. And that's um, not what I want at all. Yeah. It's wild how much, like, media influences how we see our lives going and how we picture our futures. If I grew up in a place that didn't have TV, 
I guess you would just go based on what you see around you. Right. I, I feel like how everything has been set up, even like around like monogamy and romance and all these things, it's it disconnected me for so long from like my actual feelings, right? So it's like I would be doing these things mm-hmm. and like playing into these like roles, but with not really even connected to myself to know like, do you even like this? Like, are you having fun? Are you interested? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And so like now, when I'm really, I think about like, hey, I don't really like that. It, it, I create the space for myself to like know what my interests are and like what my actual needs are in relationships, which has been a lot of mm-hmm. work. Speaking of that, like right now, as things are opening up, and I guess like during this like 25th uh, lockdown, how are you? How are you dating now? Uh, are you dating? You go on dates? Are you just relating? Well, I, um, with the people that my Relata, the people that I relate to. Relata. <laughs> I'm learning so much today. Yeah, like with my Relata, I have like regular like dates, like with them, like virtual date things or like we'll just watch a show. What's the Netflix party vibes, all of that. But I am Ooh. addicted to dating apps, I think, for some reason. They're horrible, mm. awful, awful, awful. Which ones? Uh, Hinge is my app of choice as of late because of the voice okay. notes. And it's, mm-hmm. it's it really tickles me. I went on one date, but it was kind of sexual. So I don't know if it counts as like a full mm-hmm. date. Did you have dinner or watch movie before? No. Sex yeah. date? I mean, it, I, I didn't have sex, but... Oh, okay the person performed sexual things on themselves and I observed. So it was a good it was a good time. An obs- yeah. observation yeah. date. <laughs> are you gonna explore more now that I, things are opening up again? I've honestly always been really horrible at dating. I mean you can tell mm. me like how has this been going for you? Because I feel like I'm awkward. Yeah. No, not awkward at all. This oh has been God. so cute and flowing so well. Like I, I'm just talking. <laughs> oh, I usually feel yeah, like that I suck, and I don't know like when people are flirting with me, like I can't pick up on those kind of cues because flirting for me, like I do weird shit when I'm flirting with a person, and so <laughs> I can't tell when people are flirting with me. <laughs> me too. Yeah, I'm like all around weird in general but then i just like get extra weird when i'm actually really into someone and then they like express interest in me i start to like photoshop my face into their photos i love that (laughs) that's fantastic (laughs) i guess it's like being feeling comfortable enough to just be your true weird self um, and also slightly self-sabotage because I'm like, I want to be as creepy <laughs> right. as possible and see Same. how long you stay around. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Absolutely. I actually make, like when I have a crush mm. on somebody, well, I'll make me and them in The Sims and then we'll go on dates in The Sims. <laughs> oh. I'm like, oh, I could do this to them <gasps> in real life. <laughs> so... <laughs> That is so I know. Precious. I was like, <laughs> I have been. Oh my god! I had a friend that like really played Sims like a lot, a lot, and they made me in their Sims game. But like, we mm-hmm. had like a working relationship. 
they would just do the same thing like someone they like they would make them into a sim and it would actually look like them and i'm like wow i want to play sims but i feel i'm i have an addictive personality when it comes to games especially games that are non-competitive i would just imagine myself just you would not like no one would ever see me yeah no absolutely i have to like i now like really only play the sims like on the weekends because it's Mm. hours because and i've modded my games so like they can fuck they are queer there's drag shows like it's a whole situation oh my god (laughs) alicia please don't get me to start playing sims please (laughs) when relationships like go bad I work that out in the sims. Oh. <laughs> right? They get Look fired. They teeth. might get beat up. Like, wow. just a lot. Oh. Right? I know. I want a brand deal. I feel like it's so possible. Right? I should. I should. I used to see it on YouTube a lot. People would make videos, like music videos of their sims to, like, popular songs. I could do that. I was thinking about, because sometimes, um, like, when they're fucking, I'll, like, record it mm-hmm. in the game. And I was thinking about uploading it to Pornhub. Ooh! Like... <laughs> is that not a thing? It, it, I think that it is a thing. I don't know if it's, like, a huge, like, industry or whatever. But mm-hmm. then I'm also, like, are people going to judge me for, like, how these <laughs> sims are fucking? <laughs> How are they fucking, Alicia? <laughs> Explain. It's very graphic. Like, it's very, very graphic. Because I also get, like, you know, bondage stuff. There's this one girl, she's got a cage, like, in her kitchen. And so she'll, sometimes she'll put, like, delivery people in there. It's a lot. Oh, my God. It's Look really at you, great, You're making though. films. Are, like... That's so dumb. <laughs> I'm like so invested now. But like you make you're making another you're in a documentary, no? Yeah, 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 yeah. That aired like a couple days ago or something? Yeah, I, I'm pretty I just pretty sure how did I come across it? It was on City TV? City City TV. City yeah. TV. So what's yeah. that about? Are you excited? Nervous? How are you feeling? Oh uh, like I'm yeah. It's just, no it's okay let me okay it's a documentary about polyamorous people in canada i was one of the people featured the people who made the documentary are fantastic Mm -hmm. but i do feel like i was just the um like out there they had like a diversity shit shit that Mm -hmm. they wanted to film Mm -hmm. because i had a really long interview but they only put in like a very small section Mm -hmm. um which is interesting. But yeah, it, it was a good documentary. It seems like it was, um, I don't know if it's intended to seem so dramatic, but it was like- The music? Yeah, it was like breaking news. There is a black woman who has multiple partners. Like this- Right, it, that, it was yeah, like- it was a lot, And that's not even in the documentary. <laughs> I felt like it, should, it, yeah, it didn't seem like, as it being a documentary, it sh- it's not like this intense, like brand new never heard of thing i right. also thought it was your documentary right. i was so hype no 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 it's the city tv they are per- yeah i filmed for that last year mm-hmm. and like i wasn't into it because i like a i wasn't paid and mm-hmm. also like i hate interviews mm. <laughs> very 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 much and i generally i i just have like a rule now that i only do like interviews like with black people 
so that was like they had to really beg me for that because mm-hmm. I was not into it at all. Well, good so for I'm happy I was that. cut out of most of it. <laughs> and good for you for <laughs> deciding on that um, boundary for yourself because yeah, it, it's like a different kind of energy it takes to explain things to someone who is white, <laughs> like sitting across from right me. all yeah. the time, and it's like. For me, there's like, they're so, I feel like a lab rat a lot of times mm. with these white people. Mm-hmm. Like, so what is it like for you? I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, exhausting. Yeah. It's not like I make money really from polyamorous black girls. So it's like, it's not really useful. Like I, I think it's useful interviews, I think, and collaborating and connecting with like, black people on any poly shit like mm-hmm. i'm always down black people and people of color like i'm always down for it but every time i do an interview for like a large white organization mm-hmm. i i always like walk away like ugh, was that a good idea mm. <laughs> but like large scale though when i think about just like black girl representation like black people like being represented in as polyamorous i think it's useful there mm-hmm but I'm not always really jazzed about it. I feel that. Totally feel that. Yeah. So I know you've got a very busy schedule filled with many, many projects. I want to thank you for like baking time with me after my whole cat thing. I'm feeling fine, by the way. I'm glad. I hope the tequila helps. It, abs- it burned every <laughs> piece of dander that like caught into my throat. Like it's... <clears throat> doing the thing love that for you (laughs) i wanted to ask you before uh we both head out um what makes you feel sexy like what is something that you do for yourself or at the end of a day you unwind and just just gives you that feeling like yes i'm fine as fuck what does that for you what do you do for you sexy sexy when I feel really, really sexy is at the end of the night when I put on my blue hue lights in my room mm. and I open my chest of sex toys and have sexy time with myself. That is when I feel really fantastic. Oh, self-pleasure is so important. Uh, yeah I agree with you that is uh, also for me that's a great time like I also have a chest too that I have like just recently um like cleared out and like reorganized and even just the organizing part of it makes me feel really sexy because I'm like yeah I'm like a grown-up you know and I have my toys all like (laughs) nicely in a row and the things are all in place Right? Yeah, I lo- it's such a good time. And I think it's when I'm, like, r- like most in love with my body. Mm-hmm. Like, when I'm just, like, feeling and rubbing up on myself. Like, I'm sexy. Outside of that space, like, no, there's no sexiness here whatsoever. But there. Yeah. I love that. It's a good time. Well, thanks so much for making time for me. Uh, I hope to okay. see you again soon. Yeah, of course. We gotta do the paint thing. The paint thing, Lovely. and can we yeah. incorporate the thrifting and Pickering Town I mean, Center? Of course. Can we do? I mean, <laughs> that's four <no>. days. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can go to a different mall. <laughs> Deal for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, my cab is here. I'm gonna head out, and um, 
you have a good night. You too. Thanks so much. Wow. I really didn't want that date to end. Ah, Alicia. Hmm. Oh, you're still here. <laughs> you can connect with Alicia and see all the things that she's up to on her Instagram. You can follow her at polyamorous black girl. Thanks again for tagging along. I'll see you at the next date.